Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, episode 17. This is our Halloween episode. Boo! Ooh, that was very spooky. I'm scared. So this this episode is actually our first Halloween episode. Last year, we uh, we were on hiatus during Halloween, so we didn't get to do one. And, you know, Halloween is in, well, the day this episode releases, it'll be in four days? Yeah, four days. Four so, whole days, huh? Yeah, so this is going to be our Halloween episode. And for it, we have watched... Did we introduce ourselves? Did we? Well, I'm Ed. I am a vampire. Named Ed. And this week, we actually watched a show that does have a vampire in it. Uh, We watched Mockingbird Lane. So this show, it was a pilot produced for NBC in 2012. It is sort of a reimagining of the Munsters, the TV show from the 60s. Great TV show from the 60s. It was a very good TV show. Very similar to The Addams Family, which it kind of competed against. But I, I do I do remember when I was younger, I watched The Munsters a lot more than The Addams Family. You guys were a Munsters family. We were. Um, this is a Munster. Was that how it was? It was, this is a Munster household. If you watch The Addams Family, you can go live at the... Gutherberry's house where they do meth and throw things. That's ex- exactly how it went. They were just like, there's a Munsters household. We only watch the Munsters and we only eat Munster cheese. And on Tuesdays, we have trivia. It's a fun little thing that we <laughs> like to do around here. Specifically, Munsters trivia. Munster <laughs> related everything on Halloween. This isn't <laughs> a real holiday. We're gonna just celebrate it by watching the monsters. So, uh the show it was written and directed by Brian Fuller. Uh he's behind some of the X-Men movies. It was produced in twenty twelve. It aired on October twenty sixth, twenty twelve, and they aired it as a Halloween special, but they optioned it to pick up they aired it and they were going to decide based on the viewership whether or not they were going to pick it up as a series. So it was almost like a backdoor pilot, almost not. I'm surprised they didn't pick it up. Yeah, um, it didn't do too well in the ratings. No? It only garnered like 5.3 million viewers. So, eh. so let's get into it. The show starts out. It's like a little camping trip for Boy Scouts. And... They're all getting in an argument because somebody ate all the breakfast food. And this little kid goes, we all know it was Wallace. He has an eating disorder. And a fat kid who is Wallace, he walks out and he's like, I didn't do it. And the other kid goes, I have a picture of you eating all the food. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is the time of cell phones. You can't pull that shit. Yeah, this is 2012. People have cell phones now. Take that, old monsters. This isn't your grandparents' monsters. You can upload that to Twitter and everyone in the whole scout would know. All the Boy Scouts would know. So Wallace, he's just like, no, it wasn't me. There was a bear that was eating all of our food. And the kid that took the picture goes, you think we would believe that there was a bear eating our cereal? And right as he says that, an animal attacks the troop. And it's like chaos. There's well, a kid that's like... It, like first, it, first it just takes the kid into the woods. Like, it really quickly just grabs him from behind. Yep, right? 
and everybody starts freaking out. And then it's like goes whole hog. It comes out and then it starts going out. Exactly. Some kid runs into a tent, which, you know, bear attack, a tent's going to protect <laughs> That's you. What I, that was like the first thing I put down. I was like, he, he, he went like far enough to like zip it up too. He, he went whole hog on this thing. It's like, not in my house. This tent is made of Kevlar. Because <laughs> a bear's going to walk up and be like, you know, this is cloth. I don't want to ruin it. I'm just going to go somewhere else. <laughs> as soon as he zips it up, fuck! <laughs> well, it'd be rude if I did that. <laughs> oh, man. You don't bar- you don't barge in on someone. That's breaking and entering. And bears don't be an E. Nope. They B-E-A-R. Ah! I was going to say the only B and E they do is bearing and eating. Oh, okay. That's yeah. <laughs> So my second favorite part of this scene is there's a kid that's been in a sleeping bag this whole time and he's hopping away while he's still in the sleeping bag and the bear walks up and just smacks him into a tree and he just goes, ouch. Yeah, oh wait, was was that, I thought like it bursted into feathers. It did burst into feathers. A bunch of feathers popped out and he just goes, ouch. Oh, I see, I didn't hear him say ouch. I just saw a bunch of feathers and I'd, I lost track of where the kid was. I thought like... <laughs> That I thought that this bear had literally knocked this kid into another dimension. <laughs> and then we see Wallace, the portly kid. He's climbing up a tree and he's like hiding. And food that he's hiding in his pockets just falls out. And the bear looks up and pulls him down. And then we cut to everybody like running away. It's like silhouettes of them. And we see the bear. It turns out it's a silhouette of a werewolf. And he just howls at the moon. And then it's the next morning. The whole troop is just chilling in a car. Safe and sound. Safe and sound. They're all shaken up. And someone goes, where's Eddie Munster? And then we see in the bushes, Eddie, he's just chilling there. He's outside naked because that's what kids do when they're werewolves. Exactly. He is the werewolf. And that's where we get our title sequence. So after we come back from the title sequence... We have this like cutesy little cue card that says like 1312 Mockingbird Lane for sale. And the realtor is selling or he's trying to sell this house to a blonde lady who we find out is Marilyn Munster. And who is banging. She is. She is quite the looker. And the realtor is just like, oh, this is such a beautiful house. The sun shines more on this house than any other house in the neighborhood. And she just goes, that's not what we're looking for. And she looks across the street. And notices this very rundown, like, very gothic-looking house. And she goes, what about that one? And it's, like, all taped off with police tape and everything. And the realtor goes, oh, um, yeah, that house isn't for sale. It was owned by a former serial killer who poisoned hobos. And she goes, I'll take it. Well, well it's not for sale. Well, if you're tearing it down, why can't I just buy it? Eventually, she's just like, okay, I'm going to buy this house no matter what you say. And the realtor goes... But there might be there might be dead homeless people in the walls. She goes, "Wow, I found a home after all." Ah, get it? Because they're no, they they found the home after all, not her. Well, no, she's saying like it's a joke. Like, oh, there's dead people in there. I found a home. Like, I'll fit in here. Oh no, I thought the line was they found a home after all. Nope. Not no, what it, was. it definitely was. It definitely was. It says. I no. put it down in quotes, so I I wrote it as I was hearing it. I, I also it wrote says, it as I was hearing it. Then you're wrong. Ma'am, there may be de- dead homeless people in the walls. Then they found a home after all, because they were homeless. 
See? So then, so the uh, the monsters, they buy this house. And this is where we get our first reveal of Herman. Now, Herman in the original show is this like Frankenstein monster type thing. And our reveal of Herman in this show is a silhouette of him. And it's like the stereotypical like Frankenstein looking silhouette. You see the bolts on the neck. And then Herman walks forward. Turns out he was just standing in front of a like this planter or lamp that was hanging up. And he's played by Jerry O'Connell. And the only really Frankenstein looking thing about him at first is his neck. He has a scar all the way around his neck. Yeah, it's pretty rad, man. He's uh, yeah. If if he was in real, like if it wasn't a scar, it would have been a a tattoo of barbed wire. Yeah, and so uh, he reveals to the audience that oh, we moved away and into this new house because of the baby bear attack, and like you know we're getting a little like intro to this family to this house, and as. Herman and Eddie are talking about the baby bear attack. A set of secret stairs pops up under the main stairs in the foyer. And Eddie goes, if there's hobos down there, I can run their fingerprints to find their families. And Herman goes, hobos don't have families. And I lost it at that line. I don't know what it was, but that line made me laugh so much. Herman is like the epitome of dark humor. And it is amazing. It is. This whole show has so much dark humor. That's and I why loved I it. was kind of upset. I mean, I guess. No, I mean it's weird. In 2012, people were still kind of into that dark humor kind of thing. So it's weird that the ratings didn't really take off. Yeah, it was also NBC. You got to consider that. I know, but still, you know, like monsters are a big name. People, maybe it was the branding. They named it something that wasn't the monsters. If they put monsters in the it name, might have been. Bet, I bet that would have honestly garnished a lot more views. It might have. So. Eddie is like talking to Herman still and he's just like, you know, grandpa said I have a condition, but it cleared up like Marilyn. Essentially, the story behind this is like Marilyn was born like all weird like the monsters, but then she just turned normal and she's been normal ever since. What was she before? Do we know? No, they never uh, go into that. I feel like they would have if it, you know, went further, but we'll get into that. I feel like someone who is out there who really knows monster lore, which should be you, since you were locked in your house on Christmas Eve watching monsters. But, um... Yeah, it was weird. I was like, this isn't even a Halloween-themed show, <laughs> man. I mean, a Christmas-themed show. It is a Halloween-themed show. What are you... Fuck. What are you doing? I don't even know Give anymore. Give me my I'm so friend traumatized. back. I know what you are. You're a demon. Get out of him. <laughs> So Herman's just like, yeah, I, you know, I have a condition too. My heart feels funny. That's how I know who I am when I'm made up of so many different people. Because, you know, this is a big part of the episode. His heart is the only, like, real part of him. That's his only, like, original part. And probably his face. I'd assume, like, his head was his real part still. But maybe. Or maybe he likes to switch out the face, you know, every once in a while. Just gets sick of the face. The head's sewn on. So it could be a completely different head. So, we cut outside, and a moving truck is backing up, and they're bringing in these two frozen crates, and the guys that are moving are just like, oh, it's like, oh, hace frío, quizás es helado? They're deeply Spanish. I don't know what they're saying, but I'm sure it's provocative. 
I mean, there were subtitles at the bottom, so you probably should know what they were saying. I... Also, I speak Espanol, so I can translate for you. These subtitles said, maybe it's ice cream? Oh, yeah, because there was like white shit on it. Was the cum on Yeah, and it was like freezing in there. So Jizz. As they're carrying the crates out, one of them drops and cracks open, and a bunch of mice pour out. And they, these two men freak out and just drive away. And the mice stack up and form Grandpa Munster. Because he's a fucking rat. Nah, he's a, he's a vampire. Yeah, he is a vampire, which is weird that it wasn't bats that form him. Yeah, I mean, I guess rats are cheaper. Smoke starts pouring out of the other crate to form Lily Munster. And then spiders kind of descend and form a dress around her out of their silk. Like a web dress. Terrifying. Yeah. That is my nightmare. Yeah. But apparently that's Herman's dream. We cut to them in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Post coitus. Uh, she is. She falls back and she's like, ah, she's like breathing heavily. But they're freaky because she's on the ceiling and he's on the bed because she's a fucking yep. witch. And then she turns into smoke and like forms back when she's on the bed. And she's just like, oh, what's wrong, Herman? And it turns out Eddie's been asking questions about, like, what's wrong with him? Why does he, you know, why does he black out during all these baby bear attacks? And she she just responds with, you know, we got to think of something because we only have two baby bear attacks before he gets suspicious. Which, you know, he's already suspicious. I'm pretty sure you don't have any more baby bear attacks. I'm sure one bear attack is enough. Yeah. Otherwise, this kid just starts thinking he's bear bait. Yeah, it doesn't take many bear attacks. And then naked uh, frolics through the woods that you don't remember until you think something's going on. Yeah. And then as this scene start, like ends, Lily kisses Herman and his heart starts like freaking out. We get a close up of his heart and it's freaking out real bad. And then we cut to Herman and Eddie at the breakfast table. And the conversation goes like this. All right, are you excited for school? Why are you small talking me? This kid just like immediately shuts down his dad. Not a fan. And he's just like, oh, is it? Will you be like, will you be honest with me? Is there something wrong with me? And grandpa walks in and he goes, there's nothing wrong with you. I don't want to ever hear shame from you. The only one with shame is Marilyn. He's not a fan of Marilyn. No, he's not a fan of Marilyn because Marilyn is normal and grandpa is a vampire. He's a grandpire. And. You know, he's not he's not very happy that his uh, granddaughter is, you know, normal. He wishes she was a freak. And I bet she is. Oh, (laughs) so this whole conversation, like they all skirt around the fact that Eddie is a werewolf. They don't really tell him. And Eddie leaves to go to school. But Herman runs out and catches him before he gets on the bus and says, Eddie, you didn't say goodbye. And Eddie's response is. Walking away is a form of goodbye. And he just like deuces. He's out. I'm like, this kid is a baller. Did he really say deuces? No, he didn't say deuces. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't recall that. No. I wish. That'd be rad. He'd like, yeah. The future of cool little kid actors. Yeah. Then, um, then Herman's heart gets all funky again. And then we go to commercial. We come back from commercial. And Eddie's on the roof. He's like making some contraption. And then he yells down the chimney that it's all set. Then lightning strikes it. The power 
goes all the way through it. It's like a tracking shot of the wires going all the way down to Grandpa's room. And Grandpa is basically doing a heart transplant on Herman. And Herman wakes up and he's just like, what happened? Well, we found you in the yard. Turkeys were having their way with you. Hey, which I thought was, that's what I'm yeah. like every Thanksgiving. I let them have See, there's their so many, way like, with me. There's there's so many like small jokes like that because it's such like quick dialogue that like I feel like I might have missed a joke or two, but like, I love that joke. It was it was a solid solid goof. It was. So Herman's heart is ruined, and Grandpa put like a mechanical heart in. But he, Herman's freaking out. He's just like, you know, that heart is me. I want that heart back. This mechanical heart doesn't feel like me. And so he's just like, okay, fine. I'll put that one back in you. And he digs it out of a trash barrel and just puts it back in. Hey, I mean, you got to store a heart somewhere. And when you don't have a cooler filled with ice, then you put it in the trash. I mean, that's where I keep all my hearts. That's just kidding. I don't keep hearts. I break them. So... As uh, as Grandpa's like diddling the heart to like fix it up and put it back into Herman, they have a little conversation about how Eddie knows that Herman's lying to him about the whole baby bear thing. And Grandpa, his whole take on this is that Herman's never raised a werewolf and that he has, so he knows how he should handle this. And Herman is essentially like, you didn't raise him, you hired nannies to raise him. And then he ate the nannies. Well, that's what they were hired for. They were hired for food. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa just had, like, he gives no fucks. That's human trafficking, technically. Well, I mean, not really. She trafficked the humans into that person's stomach. So then Grandpa puts the old heart back in, and he zips up the chest. And this is where you get, like, a real good look at Herman, and you realize he is, like, made up of all different parts. He's a because, patchwork you know, he's zombie. Got, he is. He's got like a bunch of like stitches and his heart has a zipper around it. The steam he would he would flourish in the steampunk community. Very much. They would love Maybe that could him. be an episode, but we'll get to that. They would make him into more of a modded thing than an Xbox controller sold online. <laughs> so after this, Grandpa is like, you know what? I'm going to introduce myself to the neighbors. I'm going to make cookies for them. And he bakes up cookies. And as he's like putting the finishing touches on him, he purposely cuts his finger and drips his blood onto him. As we all and, do. And he and Marilyn go like door to door to hand him out. To, you know, give, and the, they go to give the neighborhood their AIDS cookies. <laughs> and he, uh, they open, they go door to door, they knock on a door, and some lady in a uh, hover round scooter with a dog in there is just like, what are you doing here? Why are you at my house? And she's just like, oh, hi, I'm Marilyn, and this is my grandpa. Grandpa. Like, that. that's a joke that ends up happening later. Like, they just call him grandpa. They don't ever, like, name him. Yeah, his name's just and, grandpa. Yeah. And so this lady in the hover round, I'm going to call her hover lady. She she doesn't like them because they bought that murder house where all the hobos died. They like to call it the hobo murder house, but they like to yes. call it that 
in a way that's much more animated. Hobo murder house! And then her husband walks over and she's like, get away from here. You're crazy. Like, get, go on your hover round and like, go to the living room. You're crazy. Hi, nice to meet you. And he like introduces himself to Friendly, man. Grandpa and Marilyn. Good guy. And he takes a cookie and he eats it. Wrong choice. Yeah. And then he, uh, after, right after he takes a bite of the cookie, Grandpa like freezes him. Like he says some like word and it like freezes him. Because now he has control over this dude. Yeah, because he has his he has his blood inside of him. Yeah, and he's a vampire. So during this whole like freezing thing, uh, he basically is just like, "Oh, Marilyn, when are you gonna move out? Like, you should go back to college." And she's like shutting him down, basically saying, "Oh, I transferred all my credits. I can move back home and stay home." And he's essentially just kind of getting at the fact that she's a disappointment because she's not a real monster. He's not a fan. No one is a fan, yeah. even though she's probably the most attractive one in the family. Um, she definitely is. Yeah, although 100%. Lily Munster is played by Portia de Rossi. She's and she gorgeous. She's good looking. She's wife material. She is. That's for sure. As we can also see. Also, should mention that Eddie Izzard plays Grandpa. I didn't mention that before. What? Yeah, that's uh, that's the actor that plays Grandpa. And so after this whole conversation. He unfreezes the dude and the guy goes, oh, would you like to come in? And this is actually my favorite joke because I feel like some people probably didn't get it. The only reason I got it is because I like took a class on vampires in college. It was a weird class, but I got credits for it. There was an entire class about vampires where you went to school. There was. There was. I took that class. So the joke is the guy goes, would you like to come in? And grandpa goes, can you please of your own free will rephrase that statement? Please come in? Because the thing is, a vampire has to be invited in to actually like enter a house. Aha! Get it? Okay. Ah. Okay. Ah. So then we cut to uh, one of Eddie's little like Cub Scout meetings. And the like troop leader is played by Cheyenne Jackson. He's actually on this season of American Horror Story. I thought you were going to say American Idol. I was like, that shit's done. <laughs> It'd be weird if he was. So he plays Steven, who is the leader of the troop. Steven. And uh, Eddie, like at the meeting, is joined by Herman and Grandpa. And Steven's just like, ooh, I like your necklace. And he's pointing to Herman's scar. And Grandpa goes, oh, yes, he'd lose his head if it wasn't sewn on. <laughs> get it? Literally. Ha. Ha. And then we get back to the oh this is uh this is Eddie's grandpa, grandpa. There's where the joke comes God back. God damn it! Yeah, and uh, Steve's just Steven's just like you know oh what happened to your uh, troop patch? Like why do you not have your troop patch number? And they kind of skirt around that, and Steven pulls Herman aside and goes, "Is there a reason you didn't tell me his old pack number?" And he explains to him like yeah he was in the troop that got attacked by the baby bear. And then, as this is happening, Lily walks in in slow motion. Everybody, like, literally there are people that their jaws are just, like, wide open. Their jaws are agape. As, like, everybody's, like, staring at Lily, Grandpa has, he apparently has x-ray vision because he looks over to Stephen and Herman and their hearts both skip a beat at the same time. Boom. 
and then we go to commercial when we come back a lot of commercials happen yeah a lot of commercials when we come back eddie marilyn and grandpa are in the woods and like you know they're just like oh the circle of life and everything one thing's going to eat another, another thing's going to eat another. Blah, 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 and as they're blah, saying blah, blah. that, a lion just jumps out of nowhere and eats a deer. Which, you know, I don't know where they live that lions just roam in the forests. Not Africa. They don't live in Africa. No. No, they don't. They live on Mockingbird Lane. So, that was an import. The deer may be real. Yeah. So, like, while they're talking about the lion eating the deer... Wait, Eddie turns wait to was it goes, a mountain lion or a lion lion? This was like a lion lion. Okay, yeah, that's not, no. No. And Eddie turns to Marilyn and goes, does anything eat the lion? And she goes, Grandpa. Grandpa. And he zooms down and he's like a dragon right now because he can transmogrify himself. He's got like wings and crazy fangs and a squishy face. Yeah. And, you know, he eats the lion, and we cut to Eddie talking to Lily, and he says, I think there's something wrong with Grandpa. He took off his clothes and ate a lion. And her response is, you weren't at the zoo, were you? Oh. Which implies that this has happened before at a zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that's probably why they've had to move in the past. I mean, you can only attack animals at zoos so many times before you get arrested, let me tell you. So... Essentially, he goes over like, oh, Grandpa was telling me about the circle of life. And she says, well, Grandpa kind of stands outside the circle of life. Yeah, he drinks blood. Yeah, he drinks blood and eats everything. And she's just like, you know, it's in my nature to eat and not be eaten, but I try not to do that. Like, I try not to be like Grandpa. Anti-Grandpa. Rebel. And then we cut to Herman angrily walking up to Grandpa, who's just chilling outside and he's writing with a quill pen on an iPad. Thought it was a as we all do. Yeah, it was a pretty good visual gag, pretty good goof, and was funny. And he yells at him because Grandpa is turning neighbors into slaves, as he has them painting, you know, the outside of the house. Not what I would yell at him for. I would yell at him for writing on an iPad with a quill pen, but that would be a close second. And then he yells at him again because he's quote unquote being weird and confusing towards Eddie. Especially because Eddie doesn't know what's going on with him. God, so many times hearing my name is fucking me up. <laughs> and he goes, you ate a lion naked. Well, the lion was naked. It seemed polite. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good one-liners Not, in this show. The lion, it's the way he delivers them, too. It's so straight face and just, the lion was naked, too. It seemed polite. Exactly. And, you know, he's explaining, you know, my son and my heart were the only two pieces of me that felt like mine. And now I'm losing both of them. And Grandpa explains, well, we know how to get, we know where to get a healthy heart. You know, there's one that beats the same way for Lily, which, you know, he's like, oh, Steven, I saw that happen. And he says, like, no, we can't do that. And Grandpa goes, well, I don't know what you want. It's not like a brand new heart's going to fall out of the sky. And right as that happened, the neighbor falls. And he's essentially, like, dying on the ground. And then an ambulance is, like, reviving him. And his wife, Hover Lady, scoots on up in her hover round and she's she's pissed off freaking out and grandpa goes oh here ha- have you had a cookie to calm down and she just screams i'm gluten free 
Yeah, that would be something someone who is in a hover round and that what I, what that means. I'm not saying that she's bad for being in a hover round. I mean, there's plenty of people that need that. She's bad for being in a hover round and going with her husband in an ambulance to the hospital because for her to get that hover round into the ambulance, it took extra time while her husband was dying in the ambulance. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the ambulance, the EMTs, they revive him. And Grandpa goes, a perfectly good heart, and you call an ambulance. And it's like, da 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 That's where we go to commercial. Ah, good, good, good singer before the commercial. Yeah. You got to have one because commercials are probably the worst thing to happen to TV. Exactly. And then you're going to forget. You're going to be like, I didn't hear a goof. I don't remember what I was watching. No goof. No mercy. So uh, it turns out when we come back to commercial, come back from commercial, that grandpa, he invited Steven over for dinner without telling anybody. And hey, he surprise, like, surprise, surprise. Yeah. And he's like playing mind games with Steven. He's just like, you know, Herman's dying. And he kind of implies that Lily and Steven should date. He's fucking with them. Yeah. Then they all they all gather around the table for dinner and they bring up like family trees. Like Steven's just like, oh, it's a fun scout activity. Hey, Herman, have you ever made a family tree? And Eddie goes, we tried. It took too long. Grandpa's been alive forever. Because ah, he literally has. Ha ha. And <laughs> Steven goes, you know, you guys have made me feel so welcome. I feel like I'm having dinner with my own, my own family. And Grandpa goes, part of you is because he's gonna steal the heart ha ha nah but he doesn't know that yet yeah and then lily's just like herman can i speak to you and pulls him aside and they like go off into another room and she's like why is that man at my house and herman doesn't even hesitate he's just like yeah i was gonna take his heart and grandpa wants to drink his blood yeah be honest you know yeah honesty is best policy it is and honestly, vote us on iTunes. It's fucking awesome to do that and be helpful. Shameless uh, shameless asking for reviews mid-podcast. I have a shitty life. Help me. <laughs> so they come to the conclusion that like they need to get Steven out of there. And Herman needs to talk to Eddie and tell him what he is. And Lily's just like, I can't do it. I don't have the heart to tell him. And Herman goes, neither do I. And unzips his chest and be like, oh, this is my heart. It's dead. So many hard jokes can be made when someone is dying mm -hmm. and they are a Frankenstein monster. So we cut back to the table and Eddie is just like, I don't eat meat. And Grandpa gets mad about that because, you know, Grandpa eats everything and everyone. And he's trying to. And they're all meat. Yeah. And he's trying to turn Eddie towards his ways. And he puts like what I assume was a rabbit. He puts like a cooked rabbit on Eddie's plate and Eddie just starts like making a dance and Grandpa goes, Eddie, stop playing with your food. <laughs> and Eddie goes, I will when you do and turns to Steven and goes, my grandpa's going to eat you. Very forward that Eddie monster. Yeah, very forward. <laughs> and again, honesty is the best policy. So Herman and Lily come back and they ask Steven to leave and he goes, oh, thanks guys. Good night and God bless. And Grandpa goes, Psh fat chance boom because he's gonna fucking eat you well no because he's, he's gonna fucking eat you no it was a joke like god bless haha because he's a monster oh okay <laughs> i thought it was because he's like good night he's like nah it's not gonna be a good night for you motherfucker i'm gonna <laughs> eat the shit out of you so uh Marilyn's like showing steven out and she's like okay you gotta go quickly you gotta run and he goes why they open the door 
Grandpa's a dragon again. Except this time you get to see him in, in detail, and I, like I said, he's squishy. He looks very squishy. It's I gross. don't think that was actually Eddie Izzard in that makeup, but it was a squishy he, man. He looked worse. Yeah. So, like, Stephen freaks out, and the secret stairs, like, pop up, and he falls down those. And then like, we cut. And that's a long staircase. You you, you dead. Mm. You ain't then coming cu- back, boy. Then we cut to the roof, where Herman is talking to Eddie, and he tells eddie that you know there was no baby bear you were the baby bear and he makes a joke like eddie goes i'm a monster and he goes no you're a monster ah there's a difference and he's sad and he's just like i can't be a vegetarian werewolf and herman tries to calm him you can that's that's false you can be anything you want (laughs) so eddie's upset and he runs off and then uh herman's heart like goes out and he's like oh boy and he just slides and falls off the roof when he wakes up he looks to his left and steven is dead on the table and there's like an iv coming out of his stomach and grandpa's just sipping on that iv and he already replaced herman's heart with steven's and he just dances around like oh i got i got my blood you got your heart it's a good day and then we cut to commercial and we come back to what I assume was probably like the where the credits, you know, like when like comedy shows end and like the credits are rolling and there's like still a tiny little scene. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. That's what background. I assume this was supposed to be because Herman and Lily are walking around with Eddie and like, oh, like being a werewolf is not that bad. We're going to get you like this little we're getting you a service pet like service pets are fun. And Eddie just goes. That's like telling a disabled kid that his wheelchair looks fun. Like, this kid gives zero fucks. Yeah, he's not stoked. Like, most kids are getting a pet's a big deal. Not Eddie Munster. Then they show him the service pet, which is, it's this a giant... fucking fire-breathing dragon. Yeah, that can turn invisible. Yeah, it's invisible in the sky, and then it comes down, and it's like, guess what, motherfucker, I'm here, and then, like... It shows itself and breathes fire in the air, and he goes, can I keep it? Yep, and that's how the show ends. It's a great ending. It's it a is. happy ending. It is. Who who doesn't want a fire-breathing dragon? If it's you, then get the fuck out. Yeah. It was or definitely- rate us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely very apparent, though. Like, they promoted this as, like, oh, it's this, like, Halloween special event. Just, like, watch this- they promoted it as if it was like a TV movie, but it's very apparent it was a TV pilot. And that's like, you right. can definitely tell it just from like the way this show ends. Yeah, definitely. Because it didn't open it up for a lot more. No, nah, not really. So had this show been picked up, what kind of episodes do you think we'd see? Um, hmm. Well, Halloween episodes out of the bag. <laughs> Every so... episode's a Halloween episode. Yeah, um, I don't, ah, it's, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's hard when, like, the entire kind of theme of the show is Halloween episode. Yeah, a little bit. But, trying to think of, like, I mean, you just gotta you know kind of go into lore a little bit, you know? Pitch me, pitch me a Christmas episode for a Halloween show. What do you think a Christmas a Chris- episode would look like? Jeez. Maybe they don't have a tree. Maybe it's made of bones. Okay. And then, and then, like, maybe the dragon 
is the sleigh and Eddie Munster is Santa Claus. Like that's how the episode ends is like he's like on a sleigh. And, and like the grandpa is the Grinch who tried to steal Christmas from Eddie Munster. Who that was trying who was trying to give gifts to all the good little kids because he knew that Santa wasn't real before they all did. And he wanted he was trying to be a good kid and be like, you know what? I know Santa's not real, but I'm gonna be Santa and he is gonna be real to these certain individuals. Okay, so this show, like, it has Dracula and everything. It's got a Frankenstein. What if there actually was, like, in this universe, a real Santa? But, like, we have, like, the movie The Santa Claus. It's like that where Grandpa eats Santa. And he's just like, oh, shit, that was Santa. I done goofed. So now I have to <laughs> I have to do Christmas. So it's kind of like my episode, but a bit forced. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a choice now. I'm just adding on to your episode. Hey, might as well. I mean, we don't we don't have any other ideas for this show. Oh, I have three. But like this could oh, be like okay. this that episode like could be a spiritual successor to the Santa Claus. Tim Allen could reprise his role as Santa. Ooh, or he could be like a cameo, like a little like like pop in. Like maybe they go to a mall and there's a like mall Santa, and it's it's Tim Allen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See yeah. what I did there? Yeah. So I have a few episodes I want to pitch you. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, you know, Steve, we we ended the uh, the first and only episode where, like, basically, Eddie is like, he's like, oh, I found out I'm a werewolf. And, like, now my my one, like, role model's dead. He, like, he died falling down my stairs. But guess what? He's not dead. He comes back as a zombie. Wait, who? You know, Steven, the, the Cub Scout leader. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Steven. You know, he's dead. So he comes back as a zombie. And, you know, he's in love with Lily. As you could tell by his heart beating for her, like skipping a beat for her. And Grandpa and Herman try to figure out a way to like get rid of him. And Eddie wants him to stay. Meanwhile, like Lily like doesn't know about this and everybody's trying like not to have her find out. And then grandpa notices Marilyn has a crush on Steven. So he's just like, you know what? We should probably keep him around because if she dates a zombie, like that makes her weird again. Right. So he's trying to keep, he changes, he flip flops and he decides, okay, we're going to keep Steven around because then Marilyn can date a weird person. You got, so you got a little bit of a, what's a, Warm body situation going on here. Little bit, little bit. Kind of. I mean, different storyline, but same concept. Yeah, very similar concept. Dead guy dates not dead girl. Yeah, except in this instance, he's her family's pushing those two together. Ah, ah, twist, ah. plot twist. Yeah. So, another episode, we, we keep Steven. I feel like Steven's going to stay on as like a permanent character. So... Steven's like he starts turning like super like primal and violent and they find out it's because he's a zombie and he hasn't eaten any brains yet and like to stay kind of somewhat normal he needs to eat brains every once in a while so grandpa is just like you know I eat people so I'm gonna help you out here and like you know uh, during wait, the episode oh, okay so he uses him yeah and we get like a little like montage of them like trying to like he's trying to teach Steven how to eat people and in the background we just hear 
people let me tell you about my best friend like that song's <laughs> great going on song choice great song choice for oh, people yeah. to be eating brains and yeah. chasing down people to kidnap them and murder <laughs> them and there's gonna be like a line at the like beginning where steven's like super bad at it and grandpa's just like listen you're overthinking it you need to get out of your own head and get into theirs get it literally like, yeah because he eats brains, motherfucker. He eats brains. Yeah. Eyes is and like, like the B story would be like Herman and Lily find out that Marilyn is dating Steven. And then they're just like, well, this is a bad idea. And she's just like, you know what? Now I want to date him more because like her parents disapprove. Uh, wait, I thought they approved because he's. Oh, no. Grandpa approves because he's a Grandpa zombie approved. Person. Yeah. Okay. They don't approve because he's a zombie person. Yeah. That's kind of a double standard. It is. And I feel like I feel like a series finale for this show. Like this is like hard for me to think of an idea for this, but then I was just like, wait a minute. What if like they get a new neighbor? Surprise, it's Van Helsing. Ooh. And he's just like, yeah, and he's just like getting super suspicious of what's going on across the street over over at the Munster house. They're not very quiet about it over at the yeah. Monster House either. But like we could have like a very like comedic version of Van Helsing where he's like really shitty at being like this vampire or monster hunter where like he's got like this cork board and he's got like a bunch of red lines connecting it. And he just like has like a picture or he's got like like this Microsoft Word document and he's typing he goes Munster dot dot dot. Wait a minute. Monster. <laughs> and like he, he puts the two together. Oh god! Or like that—that that can be like the end of the episode. Maybe, maybe it'll be a two-parter, and like the end of the first episode will be him like after all this crazy painstaking like hunting them down, and like investigating them. He'll be like, "Wait a minute, monster, monster!" Exactly. And then it'll cut, and then it'll start the second episode later on, which yeah. will be like. Him failing at hunting them. Yeah, or he's like trying to like convince everybody, like Dib and Invader Zim, where he's just like, he's an alien. He's just like, oh, they're monsters. And everybody's just like, I mean, I don't think so. I think it'd be funny if they made him into like a pet. Like they made him into a dog, and then like he was on the show indefinitely, like as a dog, until they want to bring him back. That's when you jump the shark. You're you're going into Scrappy Doo territory. No, man, Scrappy Doo is a piece of shit. Didn't you see the movies? Yeah. See, I was thinking like it could end with like he's finally got like his evidence, and he's like in the middle of a rainy field, and he's just like, "I've got it, I've got it," and then Grandpa just swoops down and like picks him up with his claws, and that's how it ends. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's my pitch. I dig it. Just like a zombie. Digs in brains. So, you got anything else? <sighs> as far as this episode goes? Yeah. As far as this uh, show goes? I love this show. I did too. I really enjoyed it. It we're, was a good show. I mean, I love the monsters in the first place. We know you love the monsters because you were locked in your basement at the <laughs> young age of five. Um, but I love I the feel monsters like I very much. Clarify. I should clarify. <laughs> I was never locked in my basement, forced to watch the monsters. 
It was never proven that it was uh, at the age of five. Um, yeah. so Van, Helsing I, can't, Van Helsing can't prove I, it yet. Yeah, he can't. So if he can't, no one can. It's, <laughs> an, it's a conspiracy, just like a lot of things. But yeah, I love this episode and I wish they kept it going. Yeah, it was like in the cast, like it was so well casted, like everybody fit in the roles really well. Right, that's that was the thing. I really would like to see a lot more of Grandpa because he was really great in this episode. He's a really funny, dude. Um, I love his dark humor. I love the dark humor of the show in general. There's not a lot of good dark humor shows like that right now. Yeah, so, or shows that are consistently about like scary shit or else scary ish shit um, consistently. Right. I feel like this show could have worked if it was on like AMC or something, and they could get super dark. Right, like if they could like keep yeah. like the humor. It wasn't aspect. on the right network. It really wasn't. Right. So other than that, um, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, make oh, sure wait. you what? I am going to be recording my podcast, and it'll be releasing on. Hold on, what's the date? I know the day. It's next month. <laughs> okay, next week is November third. Woo! Yes, we'll be launching November 3rd. Um, I, this is a different podcast. I am working on two podcasts right now, but this one is called The Bro Shed. So, yeah, be sure to be on the lookout for that. Um, like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Unheard Podcast. I'm at point seven. if you want to follow me and look at all the weird shit I post. Yep, follow him too. Um, what else? What else? We have an Instagram. Check that out if you want to. It's just unaired podcast. Insta all our grams. Yeah. Check out our website. It's unairedpodcast.com. It's sexy. Mm. We got a few blog posts up there. We have bloopers from a few episodes. You know, we Extra got some exclusive content, stuff up there. Guys. Extra content. Yeah, you don't exactly. get much more professional than the unaired podcast crew over here. <laughs> um yeah other than that i think it's it uh if you like the show review us on itunes that really does help us and it makes does me tremendously makes, makes me feel good inside <laughs> yes i'm not even gonna lie we got like not even an itunes review we appreciate itunes review because it boosts our rankings and whatnot and we get noticed by more people that way um but we got a reddit review and it was pretty fantastic like made my day coming out of work so you guys rock keep on rocking I love y'all. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Rumor Flies podcast. One of the hosts of that actually was the one that wrote the review of that. He did nice a little post over there. Yeah. Nice. Folks. He did a little post on Reddit about like five of podcasts that he thinks people should know about. And he put us on there. And I, I really appreciated that. Made my day. Uh, also, one more podcast to plug. So former co-host of the show andy he is relaunching his podcast uh it's called drink more gilmore girls uh it's essentially he and his friends get drunk and do episode commentaries of gilmore girls and And if you don't want to listen to that then i don't know what kind of person you are exactly because that sounds hilarious It, it is it's it should be coming back very very soon uh look that up if you get a chance if that sounds interesting to you I will be looking it up after this episode. 
Mm. Um, so shout out to sounds like an earful.com for uh, the that's, that's that's about it. I'm Ed. And I'm Edward. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye guys. Happy Halloween. Woo!